Welcome to Modern Animism, a holistic spiritual path. I'm your host, Laura Giles. Thanks for tuning in. You may have noticed that we're talking more about everyday animism, and that's because animism is an experiential spiritual path. It's happening right now. It's a lived faith, and that's what I'm going to be exploring today, so I hope you'll join me. First, let's pause for a moment to give gratitude to the ancestors and the elements. Acknowledge and thank the element of earth for the food, home, stability, and strong foundation beneath us. We're heading into the cold, barren time of year where food's not that abundant in nature. We're huddled down to stay warm, so I thank the earth energy for all our safety, our home, and our foundation to keep us going in the lean, cold times ahead. I thank and acknowledge the element of air for inspiring us with ideas and helping us to communicate with our ancestors. We have an influx of new people in Japan society that's keeping me inspired with lots of ideas, and I hope that they cycle back to you and thank the air element for keeping all of that energy moving. I acknowledge and thank the element of fire for the desire to do and make things happen responsibly. There's so much happening behind the scenes right now that I can't wait to share it with you, and other people are doing lots of creating too, and I think that you're going to really love it when you see it. I acknowledge the element of water, and thank you for sustaining our lives. A lot of people are having a hard time with emotions during the stay-at-home order, and water is here to remind us to go with the flow, relax, release, surrender. So I thank water for that soft, yielding power. I acknowledge and thank our loving, helping ancestors from the human, plant, animal, and mineral kingdoms. I thank you for the help that we receive that is both seen and unseen. And I thank all of you, our listening community that continues to grow. We're really blessed with such fabulous supporters who give us great comments and contribute to our growth. If any of our shows inspire or help you, please consider donating to keep us going. We're volunteers. We do this as an act of love, and we all have regular day jobs. So if you want to help to keep us going as a financial donation, you can do that on our website at pantsociety.net or buymeacoffee.com forward slash pantsociety. So what does it mean to have an experiential spiritual path? It's life. It's how you do things, how you think. It's a reflection of the belief that all life is sacred connected and one, and that everything has consciousness, um, how do you respond to that if that's not what you truly believe? More than that, it's about being mindful and questioning your thoughts and making corrections as you see yourself reflected in the eyes of another person, a culture, a product, or how you see yourself. So what do I mean by that, how you see yourself reflected in the eyes of another person? So we interact with people, human and otherwise, all the time. And when they're responding to us, so if I walk um, past somebody and they're irritated, now that may or may not be a response to me. If it is a response to me, then I might ask myself, what did I do to create that? Now, it may not have anything to do to me, but it does show me how I'm showing up in the world. So everything we do is a reflection of us. If I look at the sun and I... um, Cursing, why are you so hot, son? Stop doing that. That's a reflection of me. If I'm cursing the rain for raining, that's a reflection of me. If I'm honking at other drivers for being too slow, too fast, too aggressive, that's a reflection of me. So that's what I'm talking about, um, using the world as a mirror. How am I responding to those things? And being mindful. 
um, how I respond to my culture. So if I'm angry at things, what is it saying about me? Not saying that there's a lot of things that don't need to be corrected. Sure, there, there are, for sure. Or products or whatever it is. But what you're putting out there says something about you. So it's Michael Jackson. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. To me, that's really what animism is about, the sovereignty piece of that. Because if I'm not good, then my interactions are not going to be a true reflection of me. And I can't really dance in the macrocosm in a pure and good and authentic way. So when I'm talking about sovereignty, I'm really talking about who are you. So let's come up with some words. So um, words are going to be like independent, um, uh, female for me. I'm female. I am a therapist. I am a mother. I am honest. I am, hmm, happy. I am thoughtful. So these are the kinds of things that we, how we describe ourselves, these kinds of words, whatever words you want to use. Um, now let's do a review of your day. Um, my day so far has been productive, solitary, um, calm. It has been meditative. It has been hmm, healthy. Um, so, you know, you, you can use whatever words that you want to to review your day. And now what I want you to do is how do uh, you show up in those words? So we've given some words about who we think we are and how our day has gone. They should reflect each other. If they don't, if they're not visible, then you're not showing up. So either you don't have a realistic view of who you are or you're not living your life in a way that you even show up. So what I did today, I did some self-care stuff. So I took a shower, did some um, Qigong. I went for a walk for about an hour. I encountered one person who um, we had a little chit-chat. And then I came into work, and I've been working on Pan Society stuff for the rest of the day. So that's what I mean, solitary, productive, mindful, all of that. Do those words reflect me? I think they do. It's, that's not all of me, but... Um, but I did show up in my day. That's what I'm talking about. Am I visible in what I'm doing? Yeah. So if if I say that I'm, you know, I'm a peaceful and I am um, considerate and uh, connected, and then when I review my day and I'm talking about, well, I was road raging and I got into an argument with my landlord and I um, spent a lot of time um, gossiping. Well, that's that's not what I'm reflecting in my my own self concept, is it? <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. It's animism is is being here. It's about being sovereign. And if I'm not sovereign, then I'm not even here. So why not? Something needs to shift, right? I either need to shift my vision, or I need to shift my behavior so that. Uh, my inside and my outside are congruent. So another thing that this can do is kind of shine a light on what do I need to learn. So culture is taught. Uh, I was just talking about this. Actually, I had this conversation a couple of times in the past week, this past week, 
about how culture is taught. And it was the same conversation. So ironically, it probably needs to be said again. So I'll just kind of share it with you. Basically, what we were talking about is um, certain people were brought up in environments where it just cursing just flows easily. And it's not even like they're mad or complaining. It's just F-bombs everywhere. F-bomb to your mom. <laughs> F-bomb to your dad, your sister, your teachers. Just F-bomb, F-bomb. That's taught. If you come into my house doing that, it's going to be like, wow, that just doesn't, it doesn't fly. It doesn't fly in any environment that I've ever been brought up in. Not to say that one is better, not judging, just saying that that's a different culture. And if you want to move in certain environments, that's not the culture of that environment. So maybe I need to learn something else. That's what I'm talking about. What do I need to learn? So it could be culture. Maybe I need to expose myself to a different culture. Um, if you didn't grow up with music, I mean, everybody grows up with music, but what I mean, you know, because we have radios, but I'm talking about uh, making music, creating music, then you may not have grown up in a culture of creation or of music. So if you want to deepen your awareness of that, you're going to have to learn that culture or a culture of, um, let's see, a culture of... Um, um, having a mom in the home, a homemaker culture, let's call it that, or a culture of spiritual, everyday spirituality, or a culture of ancestor worship. All that stuff is taught. And it's really, it's way more than, than can be learned in a book because there are nuances. So let's say, okay, so you come in a room and you see me sitting there meditating. What you see is me sitting there maybe in the quiet, maybe with some music on, and nothing is happening on the outside. And so you say, hmm, meditating is sitting in silence with your eyes closed. But my experience of meditating is something totally different because you don't see what's going on on the inside. So that's what I'm talking about culture is taught. So when you're, when you're teaching, it's part of it's because you're living it, and then you're in, in spaces with people who are doing the same thing as you. So did you have the the language and the ideas to share about that, and then in the conversation you deepen the practice of it. That's not something you can get really from a book. See what I'm saying? So if you don't see the template in your family, your community, your experiences, you're going to have to go where you can find what it is that you're looking for. And if it's not culture, maybe it's skills you need to learn. So, for example, maybe you, you're looking at your your who you think you are, who you say you are, and your experiences, and you say, mm, I think I can use some anger management. I could use some communication skills. I could learn how to have healthier boundaries. Those are skills. It's good that you can identify that, because if you can't even identify that, then how are you going to get it? So we need to be doing this self-examination. It's The sovereignty piece is a relationship with myself. Am I... Um, shining my brightest light? Am I shining my truest light? And when you are in congruence with yourself, then it's, you're going to flow really, really easily. So that's really why, one, the benefit for you, for why you want to be um, true to yourself, is your life's just going to be easier. So let's run this through a filter for animism. So um, 
whatever you're doing, however you're spending your time, whatever you're thinking about, do these things work in a belief system where everything is sacred, alive, and connected? If they do, then you're good. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your lifestyle, everything is, is congruent. And if they don't, then something needs to change because we all want to be congruent. We all want to be authentic. So let's say that I am road ranging and I am cursing up a storm and that's not okay with me. That's not in alignment with the, um, the, the things that I said that I am because it's not treating everything like it's sacred. It's not treating everything like it's connected because if it were sacred, would I be treating it that way? If it were connected, it means that whatever I send out comes back to me. Is that the treatment that I want? So something needs to change, right? Start with you. You're sovereign. You're all you have control over, unless you're the head of a family, a company, an influence, or something like that. But even if that's true, start with you. Do you. So whenever anything goes astray, sit in meditation and ask yourself, what did I contribute? Every single day someone complains to me about something other people did to them. And that's my job to listen sort of. <laughs> and nothing's going to change until the speaker turns that around and says, what part did I play? So that's actually my job is to get them to turn that around and to get them to say, how, how did I respond? That's animism. That's living in the will of life, accepting it as it is, being in this moment and growing from where you are. Because if you listen to what you say and what other people say, news or whatever, and, and think about um, what people are complaining about and what they're stuck in, what they're confused about. It usually isn't something that's happening now. It's the past, the future, or maybe some elements of it are here, some are there, some are somewhere else. And when we get it all in alignment in the now, everything just starts to come together. To me, animism is about living right here, right now, just as it is. And so I'm, I'm talking about this like it's y'all. But <laughs> when when my life gets out of alignment, it's the same thing. It's the same thing because I do this too. I'm a human too. I can I can spiral. I can um, get things out of alignment. I can do the same things that I'm talking about. And that's why it's really good to have an everyday practice where you do some meditation, some self-reflection, and be like, how was I not my highest and best self? How was I not in alignment with myself? So um, a lot of people are in the virtual world. That's another problem. Virtual world's not this apparent world. It's a thing. It's a real thing. But it's not the apparent world that the rest of us are in. So they're doing their social media, watching TV programs, and living with your mind on. It's like, oh, stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. And one of my favorite quotes by Claude Debussy, uh, he says, I think it's Debussy, um, so music is a space between the notes. I would say life is a space between the notes. So if there's no space, there's no life. So we all need this empty space to contemplate the now and see what's here. It's like a Where's Waldo picture. The fewer things that are in the picture taking up our time and our mental energy, the easier it is to see and appreciate the dew on the grass, the frost on the spider web. The emotion of the song. So it's about experiencing. 
and you can't experience if you're pushing away experiences. If you're longing for something else, you're living in the past or you're being triggered by the past. So be here. This is really the only life you have is right here. And so we talked about being sovereign, and the other part of that is being connected. So it's the yin and the yang. You've got to keep it balanced, right? And the connection part of this is how am I impacting other people? How am I loving other people? What am I sending out into the world? So I have my experience, and then you're not responsible for anybody else's experience because you can't have any control over how stuff lands. But you can have an intention about how it lands. So if you go and let's say you go into a party, it's holiday time. Well, I guess we're not really having parties now, but imagine it was last year, okay? <laughs> you go into a party and you're standoffish and you have resting bitch face, let's say, okay? Maybe on the inside, you're just like, oh, I'm so such a warm and cuddly person. Why isn't anybody talking to me? But on the outside, you're kind of registering, get away from me. <laughs> you're not connecting very well, are you? So the evidence is in the response. There's a saying about that. What is it? It's brilliant. What, let me see if I can think of it. Um, it's so something like the communication is the response that you get. So I can say all day long, hi, how are you? But if people walk past me and, and don't respond, then I'm not communicating very well. See what I'm saying? But I can control my intention. I can control my tone of voice. I can make it easier for things to connect. I can control my energy. And that's the kind of thing that I would kind of keep an awareness of as you're creating. So an awareness journal is a wonderful, wonderful way to practice animism. It's a wonderful way to stay on track. It's a wonderful way to, um, what's the word for that? See, I'm like brain dead today when it comes to words. Um, self-regulate, not self-regulate, self, uh, hmm, self, um, keep yourself in check. <laughs> to be accountable. I think we all need to be accountable. Um, in Christian religion, you wait till the end of judgment and, and, um, ancient Egyptian too, you wait till the end and then you're judged by some third party, somebody that's not you. I think for animism, the better way to do it is to keep an account every day of your, and be accountable to yourself. So that way you can make changes while you're still here. One of the um, favorite things about this time of year for me is watching A Christmas Carol. So the... Um, the musical version. I love, love, love that mu movie because it's it's musical and it really kind of gets me in my emotions. It makes me feel really low and really high when they're singing and all of this stuff. And you really get the sense of transformation. Everybody can change. And you really get the sense that here's this guy who's so stingy and so checked out. He's just been so hurt by life and his heart is just shriveled up. And he's like, you know, I can't do this. It's just too painful. And he gets an opportunity to see where his path is heading. And he's like, oh, shoot, that's not the path that I want for myself. And he changes. We all have that opportunity every single day, every single day. So for me, 
every day is a new day. You get a do-over every single day. And if you have some sort of accountability, here, am I authentic? Am I doing doing me? Am I living what I think I I am? Am I learning what I need to learn? Am I creating a culture that I want to live in? Am I, am I engaging with people? Am I engaging with nature? Am I noticing these things? You know, what have I noticed today? What have I give gratitude for today? Those kinds of things. That's how you show up in, in your life in the animus world. So if I am a mother, how did I mother? If I am a good friend, how did I do that? If I love myself, how did I do that? If I have good boundaries, how did I do that? If I engage in nature, how did I do that? What do I love? What did I give? Who gave to me? That's not as important, but that's evidence too, because we're all mirrors for each other. So if people are giving to us, that's a validation that, hey, this person is worth giving to. I noticed you. I saw you. That's another thing. Who, who did I see? Who did I witness? And that's a way of connecting. Did I give anybody my time today? Did I think about anybody else's needs today? Did I love anybody today? Did I have a conversation with anybody? Did I show myself? So many people don't show themselves. I have, like, friends I've known for a really, really, really long time. And, you know, I think... It, the longer you know somebody, it can be harder to know them because there's that fear of judgment. And so they keep it superficial. And then you find out things and you're just like, oof, I never knew that. <laughs> and I hear that in my clients all the time too. So ask yourself, you know, am I showing up to the people that I love, the people that I care the most about? Do they know me? Do you want to go to the last day of your life without people knowing you? Do you want to live without having been here? Don't squander your life. There's this beautiful world out in front of us every single day, even if it's a nasty day outside, even if you're down and out, you're depressed, and you don't have much money or whatever, you know, the tragedy is you've lost somebody. There's still so many blessings in it because it's not just that one thing. There's 10,000 other things happening. It's all about what you focus on. So when I start the show with gratitude, that's a way of for me showing up and being like, look, I see this thing. It's important to me, and I want to acknowledge it. And I want to acknowledge it in the witness with you, with you as a witness, because I want you to see it too. That's what it's like to be to show up. It's like, look, I'm important. I'm lovely. See me as I am. No excuses. I'm owning my stuff, and you can see me with my stuff. Because you can't hide from the stuff. So when I'm saying show up, you know, it's the good stuff and the bad stuff. Everybody's got a shadow side. And I think that's what keeps people from being seen. It's like, oh, you're going to see my shadow, and that's going to be a bad day. But here's the thing. If you're with real people who know that we all have shadows, then it's not that big of a deal. And you can forgive yourself and you can forgive them for having a moment, even if it's a big, ugly moment. 
so we do talk about stuff. I know there's a lot of people who just say, who are really good at finding, like, the inspirational things in life and just making me go, oh, wow, that's so fantastic. But life is a space between the notes. That's where we live. So it's not always the ta-da stuff that keeps you going. It's the everyday silence. It's the stuff that we're talking about right now. And if you can love and embrace that, then, geez, well, you know, isn't the big boom-boom things, isn't that, I mean, that's just icing on the cake, right? <laughs> Every day's a good day if you can be good with the space between them. So um, I'd love to hear your thoughts always about it. Um, you'd like to contribute to the conversation, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're also now on Me We or We Me. We Me? Me We or I can't remember. Is it Me We or We We? We <laughs> We. we. <laughs> it's the um, alternative to Facebook. So um, as you probably know, Facebook just sells all your stuff, and there's lots of ads and all of this stuff. So they're, uh, in, in favor of sovereignty, keep your personal stuff personal. We're also on MeWe. If you like to be on MeWe too, we're on both. So we're not, we haven't left Facebook, but we're just kind of making a presence over there too. If you're there, come see us. Love to see you and contribute to the conversation. So I'd like to close as always by sending gratitude to the elements and our loving helping ancestors for being here. Thank all of you, of course, for joining us for this edition of Modern Animism Radio. Don't forget to donate. We do need your financial and emotional support. And you can do that at our website at pansociety.net. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Laura Giles for Pan Society Radio, and I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.